Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks very much for tuning in. Your, your eyes may be popping still over Governor Gretchen Whitmer's plans to hike the gas tax by 45 cents to pay for road upgrades. But what do you think it costs us now to bump around on substandard roads? A new study says the number is 14 billion dollars. That's right, 14 billion dollars. And in the Detroit area, we each spend 824 dollars a year trying to maintain our cars. That's more than double the 300 dollars we would pay in the new gas tax. So, do you think this gas tax is too much? Do you still think that's too big of a number? We want to hear from you today about that. What do you think about the idea of paying $824 a year to fix your suspension, to replace your tires, to do all the things that we have become accustomed to doing here on a routine basis just to navigate roads that are absolutely impassable in some cases? Or do you think we ought to pay $0.45 more per gallon for gas as a way of funding not just road repairs, but upgrades, badly needed upgrades to our infrastructure that we would uh, all benefit from. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will try to work you into the conversation. Governor Gretchen Whitmer faces a pretty tough road already trying to sell the legislature on the idea of this 45 cent gas tax increase. There are some other things she wants to do as well. But what has surprised me is that there isn't this sort of public swell of support for this idea, the idea that we could actually pay less to be uh, driving on better roads as opposed to continuing to pay to fix vehicles that get absolutely wrecked by the conditions. Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Uh, and joining us now to talk more about this study is Rocky Moretti. He's the Director of Policy and Research at TRIP, a national transportation research nonprofit, which just released this study that says our crumbling road costs in Michigan uh, are more than $14 billion a, re- a year. Rocky Moretti, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the details of what you found in this report. $14 billion, that is a big number. The report, and, and, and specifically looking at the Detroit metro area, the report found that 44% of major roads in the Detroit area have pavements in poor condition. And as you point out, we estimate that the average motorist in the Detroit area spends an additional $824 a year because of those rough roads. About half of that is vehicle depreciation accelerates. The bottom line is those rough roads means that those vehicles that people have in their driveways are not going to last as long as they would like. And if you've got to go back and buy a new vehicle a year or two earlier than you would, would planned on, obviously that's a significant cost. Yeah. Um, so if, if this is the case, why would anyone say a gas, cas- gas tax increase is a bad thing? We could end up saving them a few bucks a year. What, talk about how in other states people play that balance out a little differently. Well, what we've seen since uh, in the last five years is, is 27 states have moved forward with significant increases in their user fees. And, and we point out they are user fees because the, the more you use the system, 
the more that you, you pay to maintain it, and it, it's not unlike uh, utilities or, or, or cell phones or anything else. Um, you, you know, there's a, there's a cost to, to paying for those improvements, but as we point out in the report, we also look at the cost of traffic congestion where we're seeing increased travel in Michigan, which is obviously positive. It means economic growth, but in Detroit, the average motor spends an additional 54 hours annually stuck in traffic, and even of a greater concern, on average, 358 people are killed every year in Detroit in traffic crashes. We know that improvements can relieve traffic congestion and make the roads safer. So there's significant consequences when you don't make those improvements. Hmm. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phone's call and tell us what you pay each year to keep your car running on substandard roads and call and tell us whether you think this 45 cents in increase in the gas tax that's proposed by Governor Whitmer is the right way to go. Uh, let's start the conversation this morning with Richard and Adrian. Richard, welcome to Detroit Today. Yes, um, my concern is and I've been reading up a lot about this, but we already pay a 6% sales tax on a gallon of gas. And the other states use it to fix the roads, but we don't. We use it to go into the general fund. And so what they're doing is they're hiding that 6% that we're paying on the gas tax. Instead of putting it in the roads, they're putting it in their pockets. Um, that's a great that's a great question, uh, Richard. We, we should talk about, I mean, it's actually a little more complicated than that. I mean, there is a 6% sales tax, of course, on gas, and that's uh, um, uh, that that goes to a number of different things, and there's a, the, the gas tax separately. But uh, Rocky Moretti, I want to give you a chance to talk about the ways in which we spend our money in, in Michigan uh, that we collect at the pump and whether that may be part of the problem. Well, well certainly in each state, uh, you know, user fees and, and, and how those fees are, are, are applied or, or, or placed on uh, uh, the, the sales tax or, or, or the distributor uh, are, are part of that. And, and in a number of states, uh, part, part of addressing this has been, I think, going back to your previous listener, is in ensuring the public are, are, are confident that, that the, the, the funds that they put into the, the system through these user fees are, are going to transportation. And so... Certainly that, that's an issue that the legislature and the governor, uh, as they look at this, n- need to be conscious of. But, but you know, what we're seeing in, in Michigan starting in 2015 when, when the state made the first positive step in terms of in- increasing funding for, for transportation is, I think, a growing recognition that the quality of the infrastructure becomes a significant issue on a state's ability to grow economically. And so I think this is why this is really coming to a head in Michigan. Mm. Again, thanks very much for the call. And the question, let's go to Paul in Pontiac. Paul, welcome to Detroit Today. So my question would be, do you pay your cable bill before you pay your mortgage? I I think most people try not to do that. Exactly. So I think there's probably 10,000 areas in our budget that we spend money on things that are not as important as infrastructure in general. So I think if we were to look at the budget and budget correctly, the way you would budget for a household, pay the important bills first, pay the luxuries later. 
but we don't legislate that way. So, so People, Paul, so Paul, I'm going to put you on a spot a little bit here. Give me a list of things that you think uh, we spend money on that we shouldn't, or that we should spend money on for infrastructure instead. Um. Well. Okay, you are putting me on the spot because I can't necessarily <laughs> draw to one individual thing right now. Well, I mean, but- I think that's that's the challenge we have, though, Paul, isn't it? That that I think there's this idea in a lot of people's heads that we spend money that we don't get value for. But then I think it's our responsibility to be able to say, okay, well, here are those things, and here are the ways that I would change the way we spend money in Lansing in order to spend it on more important things. Challenge, and I will respond to you online with that. Okay. All right. I I, I absolutely will look forward to that, and uh, we'll follow up with you if you if you come up with really great ideas. I really appreciate the the call and the questions. Let's go to Christopher in Detroit. Christopher, welcome to Detroit today. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Go ahead, Christopher. Hi. So, um, I'm, my question is. What happened to the uh, the tax that we passed a few years ago to fix the roads? We made all this we made all this big hoopla about fix, fixing the roads, fixing the roads. I'm 29 years old. I can remember two times that we passed laws to fix the roads, and still the roads have not been fixed. I go to other states. Every time I go to Ohio, the minute I get in Ohio, I see road construction. Why don't we have road construction just going up everywhere? Well, we have a lot of road construction here in in Michigan, and and in fact. The, the increases that we put into the gas tax are some of the things that are paying for that. Uh, Rocky Moretti, can you shed some light on why we haven't seen more change in Michigan, given the changes that we have made in the past? In 2015, the, the, the additional funding put in place has allowed annual funding at the state level to go from $2.2 billion to $3.1 this year in four years. Uh, Obviously, that's that's a, a significant first step. I think the challenge in Michigan is how far behind the state is, and 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 the latest data shows that the state has 11 percent of its bridges structurally deficient, and that number, even with the additional funding, is going to go up to around 14 percent over the next several years. And so, uh, you know, the, those are the the challenges that you have. And if you look at, we asked that the state Department of Transportation to say, here's the major projects that we can fund now with the new funding, and here's the ones we can't fund, it's, it's notable that all of them are essentially what we would call preservation and rehabilitation projects. It's reconstructing and rebuilding major highways. It's rebuilding, replacing major bridges. What's missing on this list, and we don't see that in other states, is they're not even talking about additional capacity, widening roads, adding interchanges. Those are the types of projects that are absolutely vital to attracting and holding additional economic development. And the state, from that list, from our perspective, acknowledges that really the additional funding is strictly to look at preservation and some safety improvements. And so the, the state is in competition with 49 other states. Uh, we saw yesterday uh, Alabama approve a significant increase in transportation funding. States are recognizing that that if they can't improve their infrastructure, they're going to suffer economically. Uh, so one of the things that, that I think that reminds me of is the danger of increasing taxes and not increasing them enough to be able to show voters that it mattered. So as you point out, in 2015, we agreed to raise some new revenues, a billion more dollars a year to dedicate to roads. 
But that money is not enough. And so it, it, it continues to let us slide backward. And, and then, of course, it makes it harder for politicians today to come back and say, hey, give us more money. I think there, there's sort of a cyclical nature, I guess, to, to underfunding the roads that, that cuts against the arguments to keep raising taxes. You know, what we see happening in Michigan is, is, is really, I think, a welcome and healthy discussion of, of, of what level of infrastructure investment is appropriate. And, and that's really the, the, the debate that uh, we're seeing in Lansing. You know, we, we haven't also talked about freight transportation. A mm-hmm. uh, trillion dollars in goods annually are being moved in Michigan. It's a state highly reliant on the ability to move goods in and out of the state and within the state. And we anticipate a significant increase in freight travel in Michigan. That's good economically, but that's a significant increase in wear and tear on the system. And with nearly half of the state's bridges nearly 50 years old or older, um, that's also the point where they start to need significant, if not reconstruction, replacement. So, uh, again, as the state looks into the future, and, and, and I think anyone in Michigan would say the last several years has seen a lot of positive developments, but you would hate to see the, the lack of adequate infrastructure investment really putting a glass ceiling on that economic growth. Mm. Uh, MHL on Twitter says, not thrilled with the gas tax, but I don't see another better idea. And I'm tired of people complaining about the tax and saying it should come from, quote, somewhere else without presenting where else that money will come from. It's time to put up or shut up. Gregory on Facebook says, where do they come up with this $800 a year figure? I've been driving the same 97 SUV for the past 10 to 11 years, and the only time I spent $800 was for a new set of tires after I wore the other set out, putting 65,000 miles on them without ever having a flat. No other maintenance required other than oil changes and new battery. Quit buying cars with those stupid low-profile tires. Uh, that, that's a great question. Uh, that $800 figure. Now, I, I have to say my experience just in the last, I don't know, eight to nine months has been in that $800 range for sure. And I'm going to go over it when I take my car in in, in a few weeks. Uh, Rocky Moretti, talk about where that figure comes from. Uh, that's sure. what Greg well, question Half is. of the cost is, 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 again, what we call vehicle depreciation. It, it is vehicles that don't last as long as they should when they're driving on rough roads. And so, you, you know, it, it, it's great to hear that, that, that uh, this, this one uh, uh, person who, who emailed in, is their car's lasted a, a decade, and, and I think we all would hope for that. But again, if you lose a year, a year or two on the lifespan of vehicles, a huge cost. The other one is, uh, three other ones. One is you do have more routine maintenance. You, when you go in, uh, there, there's more items that, that are going to need to be changed. Um, and then vehicle uh, fuel consumption increases as pavements are, are in rougher condition. So you probably don't, you know, the average motorist doesn't recognize that, but, you know, if their fuel consumption goes up by 10 or 15%, that's a huge cost. And then the final one, which actually the, the emailer referenced, is, is tire wear. Um, the rougher the roads are, uh, the quicker your tires wear out. Again, hmm. uh, Gregory, thanks very much for the question. Let's go to Aaron in Detroit. Aaron, what's on your mind? Hi, Stephen. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. 
A couple of points. Um, one is I think that as the gas tax, this proposed gas tax might increase, um, I think we can certainly be sympathetic where that could hurt a lot of, you know, people's bottom lines and, um, you know, affect budgets. But at the same time, it may have the, the effect of lower gas consumption. And I think as we look at it, the, the state of our environment and we look at, you know, the need to kind of reduce our use of of, of oil and gas, that's that's not a bad thing to, to think about, um, that, that a higher gas price might lead to a little bit less consumption. Um, but I also have a question that weighs on my mind whenever we talk about the Michigan roads, and that is precisely why are they in such bad shape again and again? I know we have severe weather conditions. We have freeze-thaw patterns. So do a lot of other states in the Midwest and and, and around the nation. Um, So what are we doing to to both investigate why our roads continue to deteriorate, even the relatively new ones that have been rebuilt, and what are we doing in terms of innovative, uh, you know, innovative methods and innovative, you know, materials Mm -hmm. to use to make our roads last longer and and adjust to the, the... changing climate we have. That's a great question, Aaron, and and it's one that you're always reminded of, I think, when you drive south on I-75 and cross the border into Ohio, and it's almost as if you go from driving on rocks to driving on glass. There's something they're doing with the roads down there that we are just not figuring out up here. Rocky Moretti, what is the explanation for why our roads don't maintain themselves a little better? When we release these reports, we, we travel across the state, and we, we typically have also local governments speaking a lot of our events. We hear the same challenges. They essentially, for years, have not had adequate resources, so they, they essentially triage their system. They, they try to maintain the, the parts of the system that are the most heavily traveled, but they don't have adequate resources. And as they fall behind, their choices get even worse because in terms of, of, of lifespans and, and, and life cycle costs, if you can maintain the system in relatively good condition, it's far cheaper in terms of the, to the public and in terms of the, of the transportation agencies. As they fall into poor condition, the, the repairs become increasingly expensive, which even limits further what you can do. And so it becomes sort of this downward cycle. And I think what we're hearing from the governor is a recognition that it, it's time to reverse this cycle. And obviously these are deliberations you know, within the state, TRIP takes no, no positions on, on what the legislature should do. But I think that's really the challenge, is, is this downward cycle has continued a long time. Uh, the state has started to essentially stabilize the system. Um, but to actually start to pull it back, uh, I think that's what's being discussed now. Uh, let's go to Fumit in Troy. Fumit, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, and it's pretty much in the same lines the earlier caller said, right, that uh, we are reducing the gas consumption, and and with the federal government pushing more electric cars, more hybrid cars, the consumption is going to get reduced uh, on the gas. And our basic unit is 45 cents per gallon. We will be in the same position after two years, three years, four years. How fast technology is changing? We would be asking for dollar seven forty-five in that case. That all the cost has increased of repairs. Revenue has came down. Now we need more money. Hmm. And that's where my my point is that the gas tax may not be the right way of it. And I, I don't know what the other point is. But we are not looking yeah. from 
global prospector. Fumin, I think that is a really, really great point. The idea that uh, our habits, our, our consumption habits are changing and that the gas tax may not be able to yield as much money just in a few years as it does now. Rocky Moretti, talk about those kinds of choices that we have to make about where to get the money to fix our roads. The caller raises some very significant and important issues, and that that is an issue that states are dealing with. That between inflation and increasingly more fuel-efficient vehicles, and in the case of electric and hybrid vehicles, vehicles that either don't use fuel or or less of it, the reality is is that increasing the fuel tax for one thing may not be totally reflected at the price of the pump, as the experience of other states that have increased fuel taxes. But it, but it, by its nature, uh, will over time erode, and so um, you know the, the public, you know, a fuel tax is, is certainly going to be helpful, you know, over the next you know several years. It's probably the the primary source of funding at least through the next decade. But yeah, it, there is a lot of discussion and, and states looking at at what may be come down the road, not not really to replace the fuel tax, but to augment it so that at the end of the day. The, the 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 amount that people pay in terms of user fees reflects their use of the system. Okay, Rocky Moretti, Director of Policy and Research at TRIP, a national transportation research nonprofit. Thanks very much for joining us here on Detroit Today. Thank you for the opportunity. Up next, there are now 500 businesses in Detroit that have signed up for Project Greenlight. But how effective is this surveillance program in deterring crime? And also, don't forget, if you have to miss any of today's show, you don't have to miss out entirely on the conversation. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today. You can take us with you and listen when you are ready. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today.